understand fear, first of all. It's important to know that there are actually three kinds of fear mentioned in the Bible. One of these, the first type, comes from a Greek word that is spelled E-U-L-A-B-E-I-A, and I can't pronounce it. I've been known to slaughter Greek words, and so I refrain from that now. This is a type of fear that shows an utmost respect for something. It's the kind of fear we should have toward God. And whenever the Bible speaks of us fearing God, it's this kind of fear. Then there's a second type, and this word is, the Greek word is P-H-O-B-E-O. Does anybody see something in that maybe that's linked to a word that we use today in English, like phobia? This is a type of fear that somebody has that shocks them or causes them to be struck with paralysis. It's not always a healthy fear to have. In the Bible, this fear sometimes, this word sometimes is used to the fear that people have when they encounter an angel manifesting. There's a third kind of fear, and this one we should avoid. And uh, the word, the Greek word is D-E-I-L-I-A, which simply means timidity or cowardice. Can anybody guess where that is found? What scripture, where would you find that in the Bible? Overcoming fear. This one, people many times quote this verse and they don't grasp what it really says. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Now, the word fear there is this word that I'm using right now that means timidity or cowardice. Now, if you put that in the translation, it takes on a whole different meaning. What Paul was telling Timothy is, Timothy, I don't want you to be timid. I don't want you to be cowardly. God didn't give that to you. God gave you a spirit of power and love and soundness of mind. So, Timothy, you got nothing to be afraid of. What is fear? The dictionary defines fear as a distressing emotion aroused by an impending pain, danger, evil, etc., or by the illusion of such. Real or illusion? Perceived threat, perceived danger. Real or an illusion? There's an important distinction here. We may imagine something that isn't real. We may run from something, huh? What is it? Exactly. False evidence appearing real. F-E-A-R. False evidence appearing real. God has designed human beings, all living creatures actually, I guess, with an internal mechanism to deal with danger. It's called fight or flight. There's something that happens in your body, actually in your brain, when you perceive a threat or a danger, your body gears up to either fight it or run from it. But basically what it is, is your brain tells certain organs in your body to secrete certain hormones and they gear your body up. And you will find yourself with adrenaline rush and ready to go at a moment's notice. Your body is that good. God designed you that way. Anxiety is another word for fear. It's a general term that incorporates a wide range of emotions. Worry, apprehension, Uneasiness are mild forms of anxiety. Dread, distress, and panic are more intense manifestations. Anxiety may result from either real or imaginary threats. Please understand that I'm not saying that fear is all in your head. 
We need to have a healthy sense of fear of real danger. Amen? We need to be able to distinguish between the two. What is a definition of fear or phobia? Our problem isn't that we have these uncomfortable feelings of fear or phobia. It's what those feelings do to us. We feel threatened by people, places, situations, and things that are no threat to us at all. Sometimes so threatened that these fears plunge us into a depression. When we dream about doing things that are pleasant or productive, fear comes in and squelches those dreams. Fear interferes with healthy relationships and causes us to imagine and react to conflict that isn't there, creating the very conflict we imagined. Fear and phobia causes us to always focus on the worst possible outcome of any situation. I like what Mark Twain said. He said, I have been through some terrible times in my life, some of which actually happened. 